We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Former Ole Miss quarterback Chad Kelly, kind enough to join us here on the eve of the Egg Bowl. Chad, how you doing, bud? I'm doing well. I'm, I'm excited for tomorrow night. It's going to be a good one. I want to start with tomorrow night's game. Then we'll get into some of the stuff, what's going on with you and that kind of thing. Um, first of all, start. You're, you're a big brother. I'm a big brother. I know what that's like. Um, <laughs> Casey, I think Casey's a great story, right? He, he goes he goes skiing and he blows his knee out, which had to just be devastating to realize. When I talked to him about it, he talked about that moment when he knew it was bad and he knew probably he had gotten hurt pretty good and it's january at the time and you you know it goes it's got to go through your mind no matter how positive you are and i think he's a super positive guy it's got to go through your mind hey my season might be in jeopardy it's something i've really worked for i push, put myself in position to play a lot and i get hurt and it just has to be such a depressing thing to see where he is today where he's playing such an important role on this offense with Chase Rogers out and with Hudson Wolf hurt, he might be kind of the only tight end on the roster and to see how well he's played. Curious your thoughts about it. How proud of him have you been? How happy for him have you been? Yeah, obviously he's, he's worked extremely hard to get back to where, where uh, he is right now. Um, obviously he wasn't able to really perfect his craft over this off season. Um, which, you know, obviously hurts someone when, when you can't really do what you want to do um, and get better. But, you know, like I said, he, he stayed the course. He's really changed his body. Um, I, I bought a hyperbaric chamber uh, that he uses just about every day and has seen so many benefits from it. Um, you know, the biggest thing is, is the kid plays 120 plays counting you know, special teams and he's, he's killing it every play, every play. And he's a guy who's not even on scholarship who started over, I, I think about nine or 10 games going on the 10th game he started and he's still not on scholarship. So, you know, obviously he's had a lot of film out there and, you know, he, he's just a, done a tremendous job to help this team be the number number, what I think three rushing team in, in, in the country right now. And, I mean, those guys are playing at a very, very high level all over the field. But, you know, my brother kind of brings a different element, a different field to the field. Um, and, and like you said, it, it, was a, it was a scary or freak accident. But, you know, Uncle Jim even said, hey, don't don't do that. And I learned that at a young age not to go skiing. And, 
you know, he thought he was a little better than, than what he was. <laughs> and, you know, it humbled him. It, it definitely humbled him. And now he, he sees other, uh, other things a little bit more clear. Um, and like you said, you, you gotta, you gotta just stay the course. You gotta work hard. And, and that's the only way you can get back to where you want to be. And obviously he's, he's excited for this opportunity that he's had with everybody out, but you know, he's just making the most of it. There aren't too many people, obviously, that can relate to what it's like to be the starting quarterback at Ole Miss and to kind of have a, a team on your shoulders a little bit. You are one of those people that can relate to that. Um, you had two phenomenal seasons at, at Ole Miss. I know it ended a little sooner than you wanted it to end with the uh, with the knee injury, but what have been your impressions of, of Matt Corral this season in particular? Man, he's taking what the defense gives him. He really is. He's doing a good job. When it ain't there, he's throwing it away. If it ain't there, he's taking off and running. He's not moving side to side. He's always moving forward in the pocket. And, you know, that's what that's what you want as a quarterback progresses, right? He understands if, if something ain't there, either I throw it away or I move forward. You know, coach always said good things happen when you move forward in the pocket. And I truly believe that. And, and he's doing exactly that. And, um, you know, second year in the offense, they're doing a lot of RPOs. There might not be a lot of past game concepts that they're running um but I mean he's doing a fantastic job but let, let's just be honest we all know when the running game is on point and they're running and they're killing it, it it's a different ball game now it's a different ball game for the quarterback because he can do so so many more things and, and defense can't just tee off and, and pin their ears back and come get the quarterback you know these rivalry games like this you've you've quarterbacked in several of them at, at the high school level, I'm sure, at the, at the junior college level where you played for a national championship. And then 2015, I, th I think I've got my years right, that 2015 Egg Bowl in Startville, which is one of the games that I really remember because you, both teams were very good. You guys were playing for a New Year's Six Bowl, essentially. Um, it was Dak Prescott's final game at Mississippi State. It was like a coronation going on. There was a lot of emotion in that stadium. Uh, that can be, I know Ole Miss fans don't like to admit this, but that can be an intimidating place to play. It can get loud at, at Scott Field. There's just no way around that. What do you remember about that day, that night, that game in particular? Um, I remember that we put in a play about two hours before that we were going to run first of the game and we completed it. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, I definitely remember it was it was loud and to say annoying is an understatement, uh, just like Ely had said this week. I mean, it, it's just kind of like a nuisance of being there. You know, you want to you want to make them be quiet as soon as you can. But it's just kind of wild how they still allow it. You know, after all these years, you know, they just take the fine, they pay it and then they carry on. You know, that's what it is. And, and I just remember after that year, I went home and we were my brother was playing lacrosse and there was a. Uh, one of my brother's teammates' mom was carrying the cowbell, and she was ringing it at the game. And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, it gives me bad memories." <laughs> even though we won, I just, you know, it, it, it's the cowbell uh, in itself. And you know, I've never even seen anybody ring a cowbell for for what it is outside of football, right? Yeah, it's it's it always strikes me as just such an odd thing, like you said that that it's still allowed, right? Because nobody else. Like, I keep waiting for another team to go, you know what, screw it. We're all going to pass out, like, symbols or something to all the fans and let them just bang them the whole game because it is so loud. How distracting is it? How difficult is it uh, when you're trying to call signals, you're trying to change a play at the line of scrimmage, you're trying to make sure that 
the tackle hears it, the running back hears it, the messages get out to the receivers, and I know the bells supposedly don't ring yeah. during that time, but there are bells yeah. ringing. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, you know, it, it, it is a, a wider stadium, right, and it's not enclosed too much uh, with that one one area. I, I'm trying to remember if both areas are, are even open. I'm not right. even sure. One end zone's kind of open, yeah. Okay, yeah, so the one end zone. So, so when the when the Cowboys ring, they really only kind of they don't come in and then go up. They go just kind of up. So it's kind of it, it, it's loud, but it's not as loud as say like a Florida, uh, a Bama, a LSU, where it's all compact and, and it kind of you know raises raises as as it goes. You know, so winning that game as you realize, hey, we've got this. We're putting them away. Hearing it get quieter. Is that one of the sweeter sounds you've ever heard? Yeah, I mean it, it. It got it got quiet pretty quick. You know, we we jumped up on them twenty one zero in the blink of an eye. You know, and um, obviously I remember taking that knee, and it was just like heck yeah, like we just beat them, and and we're we're probably going to a good bowl game. You know what I'm saying? And obviously we wish we were going to SEC championship game that year, but um, yeah, that was sweet. And and I hope those guys get to feel that this week. You know. Not to bring up a bad topic, but that season, do you look back on that Arkansas game ever? Is it ever is that ever one that you're able to completely put away that you were so close probably to playing for an SEC championship and to lose it in such a kind of a freak, flukish way? Well, you know, it, it kind of goes twofold. You know, it's the same thing with my uncle. If 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 they don't win, you know, that that if they win that first Super Bowl, do they really make it to those four? You know, because guys were really upset and pissed off and and really you know, we were all in our feelings over that, that, that fourth and 26, you know what I'm saying? You, you think you got them. You're like, Oh yeah. You start celebrating and you're like, wait, did that really just happen? You know? And so I think obviously, you know, everybody chooses not to speak about that topic because it, it is, it is a sensitive topic, you know? How tough was it in 2016 not to get to play in the Egg Bowl? Your 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 body didn't al- allow it to happen. That had to be a really difficult thing to watch. Yeah, you know, um, I think the biggest thing is is that I I gained 15 to 20 pounds, I believe, from my junior to senior year. Not like I needed to. I think junior year I was 215, and that's kind of what I I've been in the NFL as well, being able to really feel good. I got up to about 235. 240 I believe 238 was how much I weighed when I got hurt and uh obviously those three games I couldn't finish because I was hurt and you know that that was that was the most heart-wrenching thing ever is to, is obviously to tear your ACL but you know not not to be out there with with your friends you know sorry no you're good <laughs> hold on uh yeah I, I think you know the biggest thing is not being able to be out there with your friends you know what I'm saying that's that's what what hurts even most, you know, you put in all that blood, sweat and tears in the off season and, you know, you, you can't, you can't partake in, in the biggest game of the year, you know? So what's going on with you now? You look like you're in phenomenal playing shape, ready, kind of ready to go. What's, what's this with, with you? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I've been ready. Uh, trying to stay, stay ready mentally and physically. Um, obviously I was coaching at East Mississippi trying to teach my quarterback stuff that I, I kind of, figured out along the way um not much in college but more or less in the nfl um so yeah i'm, I'm, I'm staying ready hopefully uh 
something happens, you know, I'm keeping all my options open. I'm, 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 I want to get on the football field. I know that. And so whatever I have to do this upcoming year, we're going to make it happen. Whether, whether it's Canadian, whether it's XFL, USFL, um, NFL, we'll see what happens. Is it hard to stay positive like that? I mean, you know, you, you, you felt like you'd earned an opportunity. I think everybody who watched you felt like you'd earned an opportunity. And then obviously things happen. People make mistakes, adversity happens. And then it kind of takes a while to get back. Is it is it difficult to keep this positivity that both you and your brother seem to have? Well, you know, I think the, th- the thing that really comes down to you is, like, like you said, it's the positivity. And, you know, if, if you go your day being upset and pissed off at everybody, I mean, where where is that going to get you? You know, you're not going to get ahead. Um, you know, that's the same thing when you wake up and, and something happens early in the morning that you, you unexpectedly, you know, and then how, how, you, how are you going to let that affect the rest of your day? You're going to, you're going to say, Hey, it's going to change. It's going to be better. I know it's going to be better. Whatever you speak into the universe is going to happen. That's kind of like, you know, beating Alabama. We, we spoke that into existence. You know, we were talking about that before the season, like, Hey man, we, we're going to beat these guys. We're, we got to, we're going to beat them. And that's kind of like what what it is now. It, it, it's it's the whole universe hearing and feeling your energy. Uh, so you know you got to keep a positive attitude, and and that's what I I try to teach everybody. Just be positive, man. That's that's what it is. You mentioned that game. Is that your favorite memory from your your two years at Ole Miss? No, no, definitely the Sugar Bowl, or or maybe even the first pass of my college career. I I don't know. It was it was definitely. I don't know. Maybe my first college touchdown. Every 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 time I stepped on the field, it was fun, man. I really don't have a specific memory. Obviously, winning the Sugar Bowl was was amazing. Beating Alabama, beating LSU, beating you know Mississippi State. Every time was was a fun time on the field. You know, you uh, you reached out to our mutual buddy Ben Mintz the other day. I think you kind of shocked him. I think you kind of lifted him up a little bit. He talked about. Uh, he was kind of, he'd been traveling and going, just going and going and going. And you know how that is sometimes when you do that and you stop, even though you've kind of been like, okay, I get to relax now. There's almost like this depression that kind of comes over people a little bit. <laughs> it happens to me all the time. Um, you kind of lifted him up. What made you reach out to Ben? And have you guys kind of struck up a friendship? Yeah, I, I, I had talked to him, I think back in July, I had messaged with him, uh, Something about, you know, I didn't really know what I was going to do, whether I was going to be in NFL coaching or whatever. I knew I was going to be in Oxford. So I was just curious if, if that's where he was going to be or where he was based out of or whatever. And uh, so the other night I was like, man, I know he's a big time old Miss. Let's see what he thinks about the game, you know, and I know he pays attention to football and understands it. So, um, yeah, I was just like, see, see what he's doing to see if he was coming into the game. I had met him at the bowl game last year. The great guy um, down to earth. I mean, old, old Miss Rebel all day. And he just, just told me the other day that he, he can't he, – well, he came back to Ole Miss to get his – his finish his degree um, when I was playing. So, I was like, all right. So, you really wanted to enjoy it, didn't you? <laughs> and I don't blame him because that's yeah. what everybody should do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his is a great story. All right, last couple of things I want to get your thoughts about the game tomorrow night. Um, I know you 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 certainly don't like the maroon and white, but you do have to watch that air raid offense and sometimes think, man, I, I probably could have done some damage in that thing. Are, are you surprised that in in this in this era of football evolving and evolving and evolving, that that air raid offense is kind of the same as it's always been and it's still effective? Yeah, I mean, look, I haven't I have not watched 
Mike Leach's offense in two years since I've been here, right? I, I haven't. Um, but I know that they pass the hell out of the ball. I know that. Um, and, you know, hey, if it works, it works. Like, like Kiffin said, if it works, it works. And I don't know how it works and stays working. But, you know, defenses can only play so much. You, you play one high man. They're probably going deep on you. You play too high, they're probably going to run it, or you know, they're going to throw an in route uh, to the in in the middle of the field. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, there's always you know, give or take. Defenses are only going to play so much man, so much zone, and you know, you take your shots when they're there. So, I'm sure he he's he's been around football a long time to know what defenses are going to be playing. Which, what do we play? We we play that that odd man front. You know, three cover three deep look, um, you know, Tampa to the original Florida state uh, three down how they were when they had all those great players back in 2013. That was the first time I kind of saw, you know, what our defense plays. So um, I don't know. I'll be anxious to see how, how we do, but you know, I was watching film on Mississippi state yesterday, their defense, obviously they're going to play some man, they're going to play some quarters um, three by one. They'll probably go some four push. Uh, so it'll be, it'll be a good game. They're, they're going to play some odd man front, bring some pressure. I, I expect pressure all the time from them. Uh, and, you know, speaking to some guys in the past, they're like, man, that's all they do. Usually when we play Mississippi state, they always bring pressure against us and they might not do it during the season, but they will against us, which it's a rivalry game. Why not? Right. So how do you see it playing out? Who wins? I say Ole Miss by six. So close game. By six. Yeah. Close game. I, I think it will be. I, I think whoever whoever scores first is going to win. Are you going? I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> well, safe uh, safe travels. Take your earplugs so you don't hear too many cowbells. You'll, you'll be hearing those in your sleep for a couple of weeks. And best of luck to you. Really appreciate the time. I, I know a lot of people are like myself who covered you or cheering for you. Uh, excited for you to get your opportunity wherever that may be. And I know you'll I know you'll kill it. I appreciate it, Neil. Thank you, man. Go Rebels. Best of luck to you. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.